AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hello and welcome to the MMQB Thursday podcast. I am your host, Gary Gramling, and uh, it's that time. You know, we've all been sort of messing around, uh, not, not, not being too serious on these shows, not really uh, doing our jobs, which is to break down the Super Bowl. And with that in mind, I'd like to welcome a, uh, a very special guest. Um, <laughs> this is... This is actually super awkward. Uh, I, yeah, I I'm, just ju- I'm just a guest to you. I'm just yeah, a special guest. Well, I just realized I, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I should have done this off air first. But is it Benoit or Benoit? It's Benoit. Yeah, but you wouldn't okay. be in. I mean, I don't. But I don't correct people when they say Benoit. I just figure they're more sophisticated than I am. Okay, and and is it Andy or is it Andia? Uh, it was the Benoit Benoit was a little sharper humor. <laughs> it's definitely Andy. But at the airport the other day. Uh, the baggage guy called me Andre because it only printed the first five <laughs> letters of my last name. And and he was a cool uh, baggage guy. And I was your- a little bit surprised that he thought I was cool enough to be named Andre because that's what I'd call myself as a kid when I was playing in the NBA in my head, when I played basketball by myself. I was Andre Benoit. Okay. So your first name, the W gets cut off because cause you're an Andrew by yes. trade. Yeah. Um. But in your head, 
So like it, it would you ever say it out loud or would, this was just like uh If there was uh, if I was sure no one was around I'd say it out I would maybe announce the game a little bit but this world okay. existed largely in my head as I assume that's I assume that's true for a lot of kids growing up especially kids that have sportscaster aspirations as you pretend you're in the NBA or the NFL when I was really young I pretended I was in the NFL and I played in my backyard and then Eventually, either you're good enough to actually do that or you grow out of it and become an adult and then sit and watch the games and write about it for a living or talk about it or whatever. I had for a Nerf hoop, I had a full imaginary league, like imaginary teams, real cities, imaginary yep. teams, though, and uh, and like full rosters. And yeah. some guys had backstories. Some guys, you know, they, they, they got into <laughs> trouble off the court, couldn't, yep. uh, couldn't yep. make it in the NBA because of that. So I had that um, as well. O'Shea Blaylock was the troubled guy in our league. He was like the Dennis Rodman in my league. And he was Mookie Blaylock. Remember the Hawks point guard? He was Mookie Blaylock's son. Because Mookie Blaylock's real name, mm -hmm. I believe, was Darren O'Shea Blaylock. So this O'Shea Blaylock, and forgive me if there's actually a Mookie Blaylock's son out there, this was the imaginary one I made up in our league. He was the troubled guy. I don't know how I picked him. He was a point guard, though. A fact that you don't know, but... Uh... Pretty much everyone in the audience will know, so I'll say it. Uh, Pearl Jam's original band name was Mookie Blaylock. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. It really was. Pretty, everyone knows and that, that. Were they before but you or didn't, after? And I knew you'd be surprised. The, See, the Mookie. We had, we had to we had to pent up all this all this nonsense when we were weren't doing the show, and now it's all coming out. And I'm glad yeah. we're getting it out at the beginning of the show instead of saving it till the end because I, I think this was uh, pretty important stuff to start off on. Yeah, and I assume at some point you're going to want me to talk about football with you and the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we should do that too. Uh, so Anya Benoit is with us, and uh, we are going to break down the the game that they play on Sunday. And by the way, Andy will be back with me uh, for one more show Sunday night uh, after the game. We're going to tape it, and you will have it in your feed Monday morning, the uh, appropriately named Monday morning NFL podcast. And uh, and we'll see how life goes after that. But uh, you get them twice a year. You get them now. You get them for one more enjoy it but uh let's jump into this andy and uh let's start uh, let's start with the 49ers uh offense versus the chiefs defense and i guess we'll just go with the uh as you saw on my outline very very general first note 49ers run game uh it's unique they have like at any given time like 14 guys on the field who can carry the ball uh lots of misdirection i mean why why was this clicking so ridiculously in the Packers game, and, and, and why have we seen that a couple of times this year? Well, they just kept getting to the edge against Green Bay, and they got to the edge tactically and physically. They have fast, long-striding runners, Tevin Coleman when he's healthy, uh, Raheem Mostert, uh, a tremendous back within the context of how they play. Even Breida, he's not a long strider, but he's, he's obviously fast. So they have guys that threaten you on the perimeter. Debo Samuel will be in that conversation as well, of course. So they have the type of talent that they need, and that's not an accident. Kyle Shanahan has a very defined idea of what he wants in a player. And, and then they present these misdirection elements and these rollout designs that force you to defend the width of the field in the pass game, and now you got a pass-run conflict. There's just a lot that's presented to you. And then the part that's getting a little bit overlooked, I'd say, Gary, is how well that offensive line's playing. John Benton, their O-line coach, has done a sensational job this year. When they had their backup tackles in for a pretty long, meaningful stretch in the middle of the season, mm -hmm. they survived that well. And then they get Staley back healthy, McGlinchey's at right tackle, McGlinchey's 
playing up to his first round billing, especially out in space on these outside designed runs. It's it's a really well coached and well executed offensive line. So we're just seeing a, a, an offense functioning on all cylinders now. And I really think good coaching. It's not just Shanahan, the assistance as well, and the way you teach it to these guys. It's it's really rising to the top for both of these teams, San Francisco and Kansas City, right now. Yeah. So the uh, the offensive line has obviously been great. I I, I just I love. Uh, Debo Samuel because I, I have to think that is absolutely terrifying when you see him come on that sort of a fly sweep motion and I mean look everyone uses that and you have to react to it but um, I feel like there's a little extra juice to that when it's uh, Debo Samuel coming across because we think of that that uh, that fly sweep that jet motion as a speed tactic and it is speed you know he's fast but he his game is running through you. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where he is. There's two guys this year in the NFL that came into the league this season who are dominant run after catch guys because they run through people. And I've never seen that before. Not I, I'm sure there's been others, but I don't know if I've seen it like this. One's Debo Samuel. The other is AJ Brown in Tennessee. These guys are hard to tackle post catch, and they have really figured out Samuel's skill set and how best to fully capitalize on it. So I, I'm thinking back over the Chiefs season here, and and you know early in the season uh, they had some issues stopping the run. They they they, they corrected that to an extent. Uh, obviously they played very well against Derrick Henry in the AFC title game, but uh, I I just feel like like the the Packers Sunday night game that was a Matt Moore game uh, offensively, but defensively the Packers really took advantage of their linebackers, and I, I guess I'm just kind of wondering. Uh, the 49ers, I mean, you put Kyle Juszczyk on the field uh, along with George Kittle, and, and all of a sudden, do the Chiefs have to stay in base defense? And I guess how problematic is that for the Chiefs? Well, I think, yes, they probably do have to stay in base because their nickel slot is Tyron Matthew, who, although he's a converted safety, he's really an unconventional safety, and you don't necessarily want him in the run fits. He, he'll get mauled over by bigger guys. And I thought he, I voted him first team all pro, so I don't mean to slight him at all. But we're just, I mean, it's just the reality of physics there. So you do need those bigger bodies in there. It'll be Raglan, it'll be Damian Wilson, uh, and, and it will be Anthony Hitchens. Those linebackers, Gary, are pretty reactive. They're, they're, you can get them flowing one way and back the, you know, you can manipulate them a little bit. And that's what the Niners do to you. The Niners are an outside zone running team. But really this year, this hasn't been covered a whole lot either. They've added a lot of dimension to their ground game. So there's a lot of gap scheme elements, power, counter, trap runs. That most are touchdown uh, early in the Green Bay game, the 36-yarder on third and eight, which is a great play call because they probably knew they were going for it on fourth down there. But that was a trap run. So it's it's an unconventional ground game. It's not just an outside zone game. That's where some you know they, their play action derives largely from that. But mm-hmm. this is a really multiple offense. The Eagles were like that two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl and won it. That season they had the league's most expansive rushing attack. So two out of the last three years, in fact, I would say each of the last three years, because New England by the end of last season they were running the ball half the snaps in the game. They put two backs on the field just like the Niners are doing, and they do a lot of different things. Each of the last three years, one of, if not the most expansive rushing attacks in the NFL has been the team standing last at the Super Bowl, or at least in the Super Bowl in this case. So that kind of brings us, and you mentioned the play action, but it kind of brings us to Jimmy Garoppolo here, and... uh 
Uh, look, everyone wants to sort of pin a narrative on Garoppolo, and and you know he's uh, back when they had that big 48-46 win over the Saints, which was not that long ago, less than two months ago. Uh, it was uh, oh, Garoppolo has arrived. He can he can carry them if if he has to. And now that you know he, he's he he's dropped back thirty times in the playoffs, which obviously <laughs> is unique. And yeah. that I mean that's that's not necessarily a result of uh, whatever we do don't pass. It, it's kind of a result of uh, a really good run game and getting out to big leads. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's really no reason to do that, but um, you know, so, sort of. And and you've talked about this, like building play calls and 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 sort of setting up Garoppolo. Like I guess when I look at Garoppolo, I I think he is. I mean, he's not a guy you're just gonna like. Well, let's let's just go spread empty and just uh, throw it forty times. But uh, game manager, but a really talented game manager, and in a really really well designed offense with an incredible play caller, which probably adds up to something really good for a quarterback. Yeah, a Super Bowl appearance would be one of the things. And uh, yeah, he man. Okay, so let's call him a game manager. But when you run the best offense in the NFL schematically, which I think the I think you could certainly argue if it's not the Niners, it's the Chiefs. It's one of those two, most likely. Who wouldn't be a manager of that? The, the offense is winning. That's, that's your job. If he's anything more than that, he's not doing his job effectively. If they had to go spread empty and rely on Garoppolo, I, I think they could do that. I think he could respond well. We've seen that. He did that in New England when he had those starts early on. I remember there was a big comeback against Miami that he had. I think that was his first start ever, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was a second start, the week second two game. Start, yep. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, he can play that way, but that's not what they do in San Francisco. And remember, and we're not going to see that either, because when they faced the Chiefs last year, the game Garoppolo tore his ACL on in the, at the end of the game, uh, they were down 35-7 to at one point in that contest, and they came back and made it almost a one-score game. They got, it didn't, you know, I think they lost by 11 or something, but they took over the game in the second half, and they did it on the strength of their run game. So even when they were down 35-7 to against this team, they still ran the ball. They committed even more to it almost. That's the way they play. Kyle Shanahan understands that. His whole starting place is, I'm going to put a defender in a position of conflict. I'm going to make him have to defend a run gap, and we will punish him accordingly by either de- by giving him a run gap he doesn't expect, or by building a pass play off it, or doing both, or doing a combination, or building one or the other. That's Kyle Shanahan's essence. He starts with understanding the defense, what's the rule, who's the weak guy, let's go after that and make them stop it, and let's go after the next one. We're going to put these guys in certain positions, and then exploit them for it. That's why they do all the pre-snap motioning as well. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. 
Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. What's a, uh, what's a logical approach for the Chiefs to uh, guarding George Kittle? Well, the guy who's been doing that lately has been Kendall Fuller. He was a nickel corner, and he got injured, and Fenton came in and played well for the year, and then when Fuller came back, they pretty much put him at safety. So that's your position now. And with Juan Thornhill going down, that's been they've caught a break that they were cross-training Fuller like that because they've been able to move along seamlessly without Thornhill, who was Mm -hmm. a solid starting safety for him this year. So Fuller typically has been the matchup on Kittle, and I would expect that's what they'll do in this game. You know, you you never know, Gary. I was thinking earlier today, the whole idea that the Super Bowl, while you have two weeks to prepare, so, uh, you know, you could become anything, you could change your identity, New England does it all the time. I think that used to get a little bit inflated and overblown as a concept. I don't know if teams actually did that. But with the way analytics are set up now and all the data that is available, especially through the pro football focus subscriptions that teams have, you basically get a lot of your game planning days, your your grunt work's done for you already, and you can sort the information faster. So where before teams had really, let's say, five or six true full practice days to get ready for a Super Bowl, unimpeded practice days, I don't know how many the number is, but before where it was five or six, it now might be up to seven or eight effectively. I mean, you can, I think you can change your identity a little more with the extra time off because of how much information you can sort through early in the week as a game planning team. So it'll be interesting to see if, if Kansas City does that in this contest because Kittle's the guy that you have to have an answer for. So we're going to get, obviously, to the Chiefs offense versus 49ers defense. I just wanted to ask you real quick before before this thought sort of slips in my mind. Uh, obviously, a year ago, we saw the the, the defenses won the day. The, the defensive minds, uh, Brian Flores and Bill Belichick on one side, Wade Phillips on the other side, really, uh, uh, you know, really won that, uh, really won that battle. What sense do you get this year? I mean, is it – you look at it, Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, two weeks to prepare. Uh, that seems like such a monstrous advantage for the offense. Uh, are we going to see sort of a reversal of, of last year or uh, – I don't know. Are, are, are we sort of underestimating what uh, these two defenses can do? Well, we're probably underestimating the defenses a little bit because it's impossible not to given how uniquely – good these offenses are. I mean, you had the Mm -hmm. best run offense against the best, well, probably second, but Baltimore still is the best this year, but the best, certainly the best remaining and the best highly, you know, more conventional run offense. One that doesn't have Lamar Jackson. In other words, you have the best run offense against the best pass offense in this game. Um, So it's going to be easy to overlook the defenses, but both of these teams are playing. I just got done watching the NFC championship on film right before we started this year, Gary, 
that Niners defense had some really tremendous moments against Green Bay. And obviously, Kansas City is a different defense now than they were in the first half of this season. These teams have really found their identity, and there's something to be said for that. I don't think they'll change their identity as much for this game, if I had to guess. I know I just said that it's more possible than it used <laughs> to be, but I don't think it'll happen still. It's, it's, it's something you have to consider, but the Niners, they are what they are. They're that cover three style defense. They have a lot of dimension off of it, and Kansas City's become a little bit of a multifaceted defense with Spagnolo. Uh, it, the starting place is cover two, two man, and then they've been good with selective overload blitzes in spots. All right, well let's let's get to Patrick Mahomes here. Uh, I, I you've already seen the stat because I sent it to you, but uh, uh, the Chiefs have played nine games with their offense healthy. That's that's Mahomes, that's Tyreek Hill, that's uh, uh, Eric Fisher, and uh, Laurent Duvarney. Tardif missed some time this year, but uh, when they've had all those guys healthy, they are nine and zero. They are outscoring opponents by sixteen points per game. I mean, if if we were uh, if we were in uh, whatever late November and and a team had a record like that, we'd be talking about uh, you know is this the greatest team of all time? Uh, so with that in mind, right now, uh, how can you de- effectively defend Patrick Mahomes? Is is there a way? Well. No, I mean, there's not a, a way. It's not like, oh, if you just do this, you're fine. Because Kansas City kills your zone coverages. Their designs are so good. Uh, that's really what they're they're built on is beating zone. And then what's happened lately is Mahomes has used his legs against man-to-man. And uh, when you play man, you run the risk of giving up some scrambles to the QB. And so they've had an issue there. So, um I, you know, I don't know how you stop Mahomes. I think I've always said the the best chance you have is probably to to take away his infrastructure, try to stop the guys around him. But let's remember, Gary, the Texans got out to a lead against the Chiefs back in the divisional round, and it was you know it was a little bit abnormal because they had some big special teams plays so it, it wasn't like Houston came out and blew their doors off them necessarily. But the point is they got a lead. And the reason they couldn't protect that lead is they have absolutely no pass rush at all. That was their downfall. It was their issue all season. It was their downfall. We, I think it was not unexpected for those who watched that team. The Niners don't have that problem. The Niners have a pass rush that will play very well with the lead. So I think when you ask, how do you stop Mahomes, I get out in front. If I'm, if I'm the Niners and I win the coin toss, I want the ball in this. I don't want to defer to the second half. I think you try to get out in front, and if that doesn't do it for you, you do you play what got you here you say all right Mahomes is great but you know we're great too and we're going to do what we do best and we're going to rely on our four-man pass rush is it uh is it fair to look at this uh Niners season you know you you mentioned Mahomes just picks apart zone defenses uh people have put the stats out there that like uh I don't know Mahomes has like a a 700 passer rating against uh, against zone this year uh, is it oversimplifying to look at the 49ers defense and say like, well, here's a zone defense and therefore uh, they fall into the same category uh, as as uh, a lot of these other teams? It is oversimplifying because what the Niners have done is they've played their, their – so the reason these teams play cover three, a straightforward cover three, which – and to be fair, they don't just – that's not all they are. I mean, Robert Sala, their coordinator, does a great job of building in – 
change up blitzes at times. Kwan uh, Williams had that big sack fumble in the championship game. That's a great illustration. They will do that just enough to keep you off balance, especially early in games. They want to plant the seed for you. So that you know, they're not just a straightforward, bland cover three, but that is their foundation. And the reason you play cover three and you're comfortable doing it again and again is you start to realize what offenses are going to do to attack you. So yeah, there are ways to beat cover three, but we're a defense. We know those ways, and we're going to wrinkle our our coverages and our looks to accommodate that. So what happens over time is you evolve and you become a very multifaceted cover three by the way you play it. And with San Francisco, it's to the point now that you don't know if they're playing cover three or cover four at times, or if that safety's deep or is he not deep? What are they actually doing? It's it, it, They're not an easy cover three to play against. Their linebackers and safeties make it a lot blurrier than most teams do. And on top of all that, then their pass rush is getting home. So if you get a blur, it's like what the Bears did two years ago. You get a blurry look in coverage, a little bit blurry. You're hesitant just enough, and that's all it takes to get the pass rush time to get there. Oh, cowards, if you ask uh, Darrell Revis. They yeah, should play, well, they, should, they should play with seven on the field. I think yeah, is, uh, is how you know you do it. that whole man zone corner thing. I think there's a discussion there, but it gets misguided. And let's remember, we had this issue with Patrick Peterson a few years ago. He would say that, "Oh, Sherman can't do what I do," and we we'd say on the podcast gear. Let's remember, Peterson also can't do what Sherman does. Mm-hmm. Zone coverage matters too, and Sherman was absolutely sensational against Green Bay at tweaking his zone assignments because he understood what was coming. And if you're playing zone and you can understand an offense, you're a very dangerous cornerback. Man-to-man, it's one thing to lock a guy down and take him away. I get that. That's a huge value, absolutely. But Richard Sherman's not your everyday zone corner, of course. And because he can wrinkle what he does so much, it also makes life easier for the guys around him, and they're able to adjust what they do. And that's a huge deal. Now you're playing faster as a group. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV. 
like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All right. What is your? You don't have to give a prediction. You don't have to say who you think is going to win. I don't know if you if you have chosen a side, but I'd just be um, pulling it out of out of thin air. I mean, I don't know who's going to win this. Yeah, I don't. What's know. your What's your sense though? What are we going to see? Are Are we going to see a uh, a, a back and forth? Uh, you know, forty one to thirty eight game. Are Are, are we going to see? Uh, uh, what should What should we expect here? Well, one thing that tends to happen, and I, I learned this back in the Dick Vermeil Chiefs years when they had Trent Green and they were top scoring offense right up there. And there was a year they played, I think it was the, it was, I know it was the Colts. I'm trying to remember what round in the playoffs it was and what year it was. It was 05, 06, somewhere in there. But anyway, neither side punted in the game. It was such an offensive shootout that neither side had a punt. And the score was like 35-28. It was not out of control because I think sometimes what happens when you get two really great offenses is there's just an efficiency and they move the ball steadily rather than these home run plays or they don't turn it over so there's no big field position swings and they mount drives against you, but it keeps the score artificially low to some degree. So some of the best offensive games wind up being lower scoring than less quality offensive games because of that. So I, I don't know like what's what's the over under in this game? Do you even yeah, know? Uh it was low fifties. I'll I'll bring it up and obviously uh folks can listen to the MMQB gambling podcast on Friday for uh for more of that. I will say, Andy, you sh- you should join the gambling podcast now because I make that point all the time on that show. When you're betting the over under, uh it's not just, you know, these offenses are bad, these offenses are good. A lot of these a lot of these uh totals swing on uh, turnover-prone teams and, and weird right. stuff like that. But uh, let's see. It uh, opened at 54. It is now at 54 and a half. <laughs> so the Vegas knows this too then. they they Because that's that's 27 points a game or per side there. Yeah. And that's, that's, about, that's a hard one to bet the over-under on. Yeah. I'd probably take the over. I think I'm taking the over on that, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, know, who, do you know who's favored right now between the two teams? Uh, I'm guessing it'd be Kansas. I, I, have, I have not paid attention to this stuff. I mean, I'm ready for the Super Bowl, but I'm not watching the, the media side of it as much this year. So I don't. I'm guessing it's Kansas City. Yes. 
one and a half uh, in some places, one in some places. So basically, a pick them here. Mm-hmm. Who are? Do you have a pick? I mean, what? What's your? I had picked Chiefs on our official uh, predictions, which uh, I think are coming out today. Uh, today being Thursday, um, even though we're taping on Wednesday, because that's how podcasts work. But uh, I had picked Chiefs. I think thirty-eight, thirty-four is what I picked for a final. Um, I'm kind of regretting it though. I think I might lean Niners in the end. I don't know. That's a smart way to pick, right there. You, it really yeah. is. Um, Listen, I, I think, I think both teams are going to uh, play football on Sunday, and uh, I, I think you can count on that. How's that for a prediction? Love it, absolutely yep. love it. Um, I, I, I will say, I, I probably have been leaning Chiefs a little bit for the reason that. They have that explosive playmaker element that, you know, let's say it is a slugfest back and forth of quality offense versus quality offense, but the defenses are making them earn it, which we very well could see in this game. The Chiefs have the Tyree kill, Travis Kelsey, all, all of a sudden they gain 50 yards factor. They've got that, and I'm not saying the Niners don't, but the the two for sure the two biggest skill position playmakers in this game. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to d- diminish George Kittle, I guess. You know what I keep on thinking about with the 49ers? And obviously you mentioned you mentioned Tyreek Hill, you mentioned uh, Travis Kelsey and their big playability. Uh, it feels like Kyle Shanahan has had two or three plays in his pocket every game that he can go to. And uh, just all of a sudden, you know, it, George Kittle is wide open, uh, 40 yards downfield, no one within uh, 20 yards of him, and it's like a free touchdown. And they haven't had to burn any of those in, in quite a while. You'd probably have to go back to that Saints game. Uh, but I feel like... 49ers might uh, might rip off a couple of big plays in this game, and uh, you get a couple big plays from the Chiefs, and all of a sudden you just get lots of points. Yeah, it's, that's entirely possible. And I, I, I know Kansas City's linebackers are not great coverage players. They're not bad in coverage, but they're not great coverage linebackers, which is why Ben Neiman comes in off the bench as their dime linebacker. They don't keep one of the starters on the field. They have a dime specialist. And then Dorian O'Daniels finally showed up at the end of the year. He's gotten a role. He didn't get snaps early in the season, but he has lately a little bit. So they bring their coverage linebackers off the bench. But the Niners, that's not a big deal to them because they're the plays you're describing come on first and second down. Yeah. And so I imagine Shanahan will be eager to throw at those linebackers, which would be Kittle, it'd be in-breaking routes, play action, that kind of thing. Um, I put a play on Twitter, actually, and actually Kyle Juszczyk liked this tweet. I could not believe he's looking at Twitter at all this week uh, during the Super Bowl. But uh, it was, a, I, I know I liked it because he caught a big, long touchdown on the tweet, now that I think about it. But it was a play where he leaked out opposite a play, roll out one way that threw it back the other way he leaked out one of those the exact kind of play you're describing Gary I could certainly see something like that where Shanahan makes the linebackers a recognize something and b turn their hips and run with someone that's not necessarily in their wheelhouse and the guy I would imagine they'd really love to go after if they can get to him is Reggie Ragland all right Andy I'll just leave it open-ended do you have any last words before uh, before Super Bowl Fifty Four here? Um, no, other than I, I will not be watching the commercials in this game, and I have not watched Super Bowl commercials since oh, it's been ten years at least. It's and some of that's because I've been fortunate to go to the games. Other times, I just I like to watch it the way I normally watch a game and fast forward like I normally do. I don't want to change the rhythm. 
But if you want, you can go back and watch the commercials all in one bunch later after the game if you if you really desire. And I did do that one year as the Broncos-Seahawks year. And when you watch the commercials all in succession, you realize I, I think it's a big load of garbage. And the whole Super Bowl commercial thing is a big load of garbage. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, that's that's how it got built up. That's why they can sell them for a billion dollars a spot. Because they're someone garbage? At some point just, yeah, it could, no, someone at some point started pushing the narrative that the commercials are special. The only special commercials you'll ever hear are the ones on uh, the MMQB podcast. Yes, absolutely. Uh, other than that, other than that, no good commercials out there. But no, they're, they're never. I can't remember the last time I saw it, it, Bud Bowl was like the last time I enjoyed a Super Bowl commercial. I think well, that's I, it. I remember the the Cowboys Steelers Super Bowl. I went to a party with my friends, and uh, I was in third grade, and I got really into the commercials and loved that. And I look back now, I think I was in third grade. I was a dumb kid. I didn't know anything. <laughs> that's who gets into the Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that's a good way to wrap this one up. It was uh it was good to have you back. Yeah, it's nice to nice to talk to you. And actually I can see your face. We're doing this over I don't know, some one of the programs. So it's uh yeah, I this said has com- been fun. I said computer on, give me Andy, <laughs> and uh that's how it works here. Yeah. Uh, no, it was good. And, and, and as I mentioned, Andy will be back on, uh, the Monday morning NFL podcast, recapping Super Bowl 54 and all the, uh, Shirley madness that will go down, but that's going to do it for now. The MMQB Thursday podcast is me, Gary Grambling. Special thanks to our very special host for his very, excuse me, special guest for his very special appearance, Andy Benoit, joining us in this one. We are produced by Shelby Royston. SI's executive producer of podcast is Scott Brody. Ben Eagle is director of editorial projects and product. Mark Moravik is emeritus editor of the MMQB. And Andy Benoit is the founder of the MMQB NFL podcast. Keep up with our entire lineup of podcasts five days a week by subscribing to the MMQB NFL podcast for free on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, please do us a favor and leave a rating and review because it really does help other people find the show, which is also available on Spotify, radio.com, Stitcher, SI.com, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.